I would say most of the world's most productive, successful people will talk about how in their, within their morning routine or at some point in their day, they take some time for, some call it meditation, some call it mindfulness, um, some call it just breathing exercises. But this can really be a part of your day that sets the tone for the rest. Most will do it in the morning. And it just helps to kick off your day in a way that is uh, healthy, keeps you happy, keeps your brain functioning well. And so today we're going to be talking about a 12-minute walk that can set the course of your day. Hope you guys enjoy it. Let's get started. Hey, welcome to episode 23 of the Fit Life Formula podcast. My name is Brian Sippets. I'm the founder and CEO of Advantage Strength in Ann Arbor, Michigan. At Advantage, we help people between the ages of 35 and 65 to live more, play more, and feel stronger than ever before so that they can be active with their family and friends and get back to doing the things that they love to do. Uh, the Fit Life Formula podcast is a show for the members of Advantage Strength, and each week we're going to be tackling a different topic, whether it be training, exercise, nutrition, mental health, um, lots of different topics to cover. But basically, the whole the whole idea of the show is that we want to give you the opportunity and give you the the tools that you need to live a happy, healthy, energetic life as long as you want to do that. And so today's episode, we're outside the uh, studio, which is either my office or my closet, whichever one. Um, We've taken this episode outside and the motivation for this sort of came while I was on a walk with my dog. And so I wanted to talk about the 12 minute walk that can change your day. And I think you know, there's a lot of value and there's a lot of science to back the value of a a walk or just taking a break from work or just getting up and getting active. We're seeing it a lot more in schools. We're seeing a lot more activity breaks in schools for, for children. And we're also seeing a lot more recommendations of, you know, each hour, even if you're in an office setting each hour, just getting up and taking a walk, uh, just to sort of reset the system. Uh, But those are obviously, those are measures that are sort of, you know, not ideal. I guess they, they get the job done and yes, you're getting up and you're moving, but at the same time we can do something that's a little bit richer and a little bit, uh, more beneficial, I guess, in a way that's going to help you reset mentally in a way that's going to help you be more clear, more energetic and get on with the rest of your day with, you know, a, a lot of energy and a lot of improved focus and a lot more, I guess, maybe just taking on the rest of your day in a better place. And so today we're going to be talking about the 12-minute walk that can change your day. And preferably, this walk is happening outside. I know it's not an option for everyone, but um, preferably we'd like to get outside, preferably in some sort of green space, and especially in a space where there is at least somewhat varied terrain. So, you know, maybe uh, it's a it's a woods, a path in the woods that has, you know, rocks, sticks, roots, um, soft ground, hard ground, a mix of all these things. Um, but if you can help it, try not to make it, you know, power walking the mall. Um, we want to, we want to ground a surface that's at least a little bit varying. Um, and I'll, I'll talk about the benefits of that in, in just a second, but, um, also there's a lot of benefits and there's a ton of science to back this up too. It's not just, uh, kind of hippy dippy stuff. There's a lot of benefits in getting outside, getting in nature, getting in the woods, getting, you know, somewhere where you can see green space. Um, So there's a ton of benefit there, especially getting out 
you know, getting outside, getting some fresh air, getting in the open. So hopefully those conditions can start this walk. If not, it's understandable and you'll still get benefits from what I'm about to talk about. But that's sort of the the ground rules that are going to make this the most beneficial for you. So we want to get outside. We want to get into on a path or something where there's some varied terrain. Um, And then you're going to start your 12 minute walk. And the practice for this is really simple. And this is essentially a walking meditation. I think over the years, uh, meditation has become much more approachable. It's become less of something that you have to take a retreat to Tibet to do or some uh, resort in California where you sit in silence for three days. It, it's become less of that and more. it's become more approachable and something that people can do and people are benefiting from on a daily basis. So this is essentially a walking meditation. And during this meditation, really what you're going to be doing is just noticing just notice things and we're going to, it's somewhat guided uh, in that you're going to notice certain things at certain times, but overall the, the form is pretty flexible. Um, and really it's just a way for you to bring your attention back to yourself, bring your attention sort of within yourself and, you know, let thoughts go away. And so the other, the other sort of misconception about meditation is that, you have to think about nothing or you should be thinking about nothing. You should have a totally clear mind, um, which isn't necessarily true. I think there's some forms of meditation where that's, where that's the goal, but you know what? I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true either. The, the goal is never to have an empty mind. Um, but what we're going to be doing is just noticing more. And if a thought comes into your head, like let's say you are, you know, doing, the the breathing to begin the exercise. If you're doing the breathing and a thought pops into your head like, oh shoot, I forgot to do this or I got to flip the laundry or something like that. Um, the, there's a couple of visualizations that I use to sort that help me get rid of that. So I'll think of, of a couple things. My most successful one, the easiest one for me to do is picture that thought as sort of a balloon that's tied to my shoulder. That's tied to my t-shirt or something. And I see that thought up on my shoulder, similar to like a thought bubble. And then I picture myself just clipping the string of the balloon and watching it float up. And that sort of takes the thought away with it. And then I'm getting back to, you know, noticing whatever it is that I'm, that I'm focusing on at that point. So whether it's breath or one of the five senses, that seems to be a a visualization that helps me quite a bit. Uh, Another thing, you know, sometimes people picture like a cloud passing quickly in the sky or, uh, a ripple of, of water sort of dissipating and, and getting back to a flat pond surface. Um, so those are some things like, those are some visualizations that people use to help get rid of thoughts and sort of back on track with what we want to be thinking about. Um, so those are some of the basics. And so let's get into what the 12 minutes are, are going to consist of here to start the 12 minutes. You're going to do one minute of breathing, just breathing. And we did an episode a couple episodes ago with Scott Livingston about the value of breath and, you know, how to do it, really. Uh, And so we want to use that technique where you're really breathing down. Think of, you know, your diaphragm pulling down, pulling a a breath way down deep into your belly. So you're trying to expand your waistband with with every breath. We're also looking to not only breathe out into your belly or not making your belly move forward, but think about 
your, your belly pushing forward, your, your back pushing out. So we want to take that breath all the way down into every single part of our cap, our, um, abdominal cavity and really take a, a nice full breath. So to get a minute of breath of breathing, you're going to count in for four seconds. So on, on the inhale, you're going to count in for four seconds. You're breathing in through your nose and then you're breathing out for six seconds. So breathing in deeply and strong through your nose and then a nice uh, prolonged exhale, about six seconds exhaling. And then you repeat that process six times. So it's really just six breaths. One minute is about six breaths in this, in this uh, technique. So once you get your six breaths in, you're going to be at, a, at about one minute. And by the way, none of this should be timed. You shouldn't set a timer for this. Um, if it ends up being 30 seconds each, no big deal. Uh, the whole goal is that you're taking a break from what you're doing. You're, you're taking a step back. You're taking time to notice things. You're taking time to kind of step within yourself. And you're going to find that that's going to be beneficial regardless of how long it really takes. Um, but this 12-minute thing is just a nice framework to, to operate on. Um, and so after your one minute of breathing, you're going to take each of your senses. You're going to go through the five senses and you're going to, you're going to take time to notice all of those senses and what kind of input you're getting from those senses. And that'll be about two minutes each. Um, so a nice one to start with is feel. Uh, so what are you feeling? If you're on a walk, especially if you're in varied terrain, you're noticing what each step feels like, especially if you're wearing uh, really thin soled shoes, which I recommend you get a lot of feedback. You get a lot of, um, you know, acorns under the foot. You get, you know, a, a root that pops up, you, your foot gets pushed in and, and, uh, pulled in different directions. And there's a lot of benefit to that. We'll, we'll, we'll have a foot episode coming up here, I'm sure. Um, but just the stimulation of the bottom of your foot has a lot to do with, I mean, ancient, you know, ancient, uh, Chinese reflexology and, you know, they've got the entire bottom of the foot mapped for, for the entire body. So, uh, there's a lot of value in stimulating the bottom of your foot. In fact, we even have a rock mat at, at advantage where, you know, people can kind of use it as a warm up, and you basically take your shoes off and you stand on it and sort of walk around on it. And it just manipulates your foot in a different way and gives you lots of stimulation and lots of input through the bottom of your foot can actually improve, you know, the function of your pelvic, uh, pelvic floor and the, the core musculature. And so it's, it's funny that something as simple as walking on uneven terrain can be a warm up. But, um, so back to, back to feeling you're not only feeling what each step feels like, you're also checking in and feeling how, your posture feels? Do you feel like you're balanced? Do you feel like you are, you know, is your body stacked up nicely on top of each other? Do you feel strong and tall as you walk? Um, are your arms swinging? Are they in your pockets? Uh, what does the cold air feel like? Is there a breeze on your face? And these are all things like, again, you're just noticing. You don't have to ponder it. You don't have to correct it. You don't have to change anything. All you're doing is noticing all this input that you're getting uh, through feeling. And I tend to spend a little bit longer than two minutes on this one, um, because I think it's easy. There's so much that you, there's so much that you're feeling. There's so much input. You could do an entire walking meditation just based on y your feet, your, you know, how you set your foot down, um, what each step feels like noticing when you stepped on a rock, noticing when you stepped on a root, um, all those different things. So 
that's feeling. And you can, you can easily take up two minutes with that. Again, it's not about the time. It's not about how long you spend on each one. It's just that you go through this and sort of have a, a, an easy structure that you can fall back on for some sort of daily break or walking meditation. Now, uh, the next one I tend to move on to is hearing. What do you hear? So especially if you're in the woods, you're going to hear birds. You'll hear the wind in the trees. You'll hear uh, your footfall. Your, you know, especially in the fall here, you're going you're gonna to hear leaves crunching under your feet. If you are walking a, a pet, you'll notice the, the jingle of the collar. You'll notice chipmunks, like lots of different things that you're going to hear. Uh, again, it's, it's just sort of about exploring and seeing what you can notice. See what kind of things you can pick up, what kind of things you can notice. Maybe something that you haven't heard before. Um, you know, maybe, uh, maybe it's road noise. Okay, whatever it is, it, it, it's just about noticing it. Um, so use your sense of hearing and pick up all those, pick up all those different things that are around you. After two minutes of hearing, uh, I usually move on to two minutes of, of sight, you know, what I hear or sorry, what I see. And, you know, at that point you're, you're just looking ahead, like noticing trees, noticing rocks on the ground, noticing maybe things that you haven't seen before. Maybe it's fall and the colors are changing and you've noticed a certain tree goes faster than another. Um, you know, you're noticing growth, around you. Maybe if you are, you know, if you are not ideally in a, in a nature setting, you know, you're just noticing the people around you, what they, what they look like, what they're doing. Um, notice new office furniture, whatever it might be. Again, you're just, you're just seeing and taking note of these things as you walk. Next one we'll move on to is taste. You know, it, it seems kind of weird that if you're not eating, that you're noticing taste. I usually don't take quite as long with this one, but you know, you're just kind of taking a second, seeing what your mouth feels like, seeing what, you know, maybe taste you have, maybe you just had coffee or tea or breakfast or whatever it might be. Maybe you have some lingering taste in there. Maybe you just brush your teeth and your teeth feel nice and minty, or you had a cough drop or whatever it is. So just take, take a second to notice, uh, to be completely transparent. I have a hard time getting two minutes with that one, but, um, it is something that I'll go through. It's just kind of like a checklist item for me. So I'll go through just to be thorough. Um, you know, if I take uh, 15 seconds to notice taste, I'll add uh, the extra minute and 45 seconds to the feel at the beginning because I have, I have no trouble spending time on that one. And finally, you're going to go through and just kind of make note of what you smell. You know, and if you're in a, like on a, a trail or something like that, it's pretty easy and you might not notice it if you weren't practicing this you may not notice the number of different smells that you can pick up as you go along a trail um you know some trees smell different sometimes there's wet areas that just smell you know like wet vegetation sometimes it's dry grass one of my favorite um i think they call it sweet grass i'm not exactly sure but it's one of my favorite smells to pick up and you'll find it a lot in like you know if you're walking through a field part of a of a walk um, but I love that sweet grass smell and it's nice to pick that up and, and notice that. Um, but you'll also, you know, you'll notice different smells. Some of them are good. Some of them are not so good. Um, but each season kind of has a smell. It's a little bit harder in winter. It just sort of smells like cold. But, um, again, it's not about what you're smelling. It's not about what your environment actually is. It's just about noticing the things that are in your environment. So after the one minute of breathing in the beginning, and two minutes of, 
of noticing each sense. That puts us to 11 minutes. You're going to wrap up your practice. You're going to wrap up your 12-minute walk with a, a second one minute of breathing. And so that's just six breaths to kind of uh, bookend or, or close out this walk. And, you know, at that point, you just kind of take what time you need and then you're going to move on with your day. So just remember the, the breathing to close it out is going to be four seconds in through your nose and six seconds out through your mouth. And that's going to kind of wrap up this practice. And, you know, hopefully at the end of this 12 minutes, you've found that you are clearer. Maybe you don't need the nap that you thought you needed. Maybe you're feeling less stress. You're feeling better about the, the issue or the problem that you were experiencing earlier in the day. Uh, maybe you have a little bit better insight on it and you feel like you're able to you know, come up with some better solutions for it. But it really is a 12-minute walk that can change your day. Try it out and let me know what you think. I'd love to know you know, how you experience this and, or maybe you come up with your own structure for it, but really it's about taking some time out, taking some time to notice, uh, taking some time to move and get your body through different ranges of motion, um, and, and just get yourself active so that you can be better, sharper, more focused and more energetic through the rest of the day. So let me know what you think about that guys. I'd love to know what kind of practice you come up with until next time. Be sure to live the fit life formula. That's three days of something you love to do, two days of strength training, and one workout that just sucks. Thank you. I hope you guys all have a great day. We'll talk to you next week.